Mike's Daily Podcast. Oh, it's been a while. So, wait, we, we did one yesterday. Never mind. Welcome to Mike's Daily Podcast. And today's show... Mike's Daily Podcast. ...is going to be rather different because I'm not gonna sing. Okay, I'm going to bring a couple of singing parts to this intro you know I'm done. Hey, last podcast, we were discussing... Mike's Daily Podcast. A little bit, uh, jobs. Jobs that don't let you have a weekend off. This is episode... Mike's ep- Episode... Daily... 2400... Podcast... 13213. Yeah! And yes, so yeah, jobs where, you know... Hey, we all need time off. We all need time to relax and... De-stress And when you have a job that doesn't let you de-stress That's not good So I went to this website Called Worktothewise.com And they have a question What makes a good job by Ronnie Ann Ronnie says I've been thinking about what makes a good job And who gets to decide if it's really good or not The decider probably Should be you Many, many moons ago, I found this poem in a little joke book, and it made me laugh at the time for whatever reason, stuck in my head and has stayed there ever since. And here's the poem. Don't worry if your job is small or your rewards are few. Remember that the mighty oak was once a nut like you. Well, I was only nine when I found the poem, but and I didn't have time to worry about paying for stuff like rent or food but there was a kernel of wisdom there that's always stayed with me it reminded me that what is true for us now is not always true and that life can provide for a future we can't even imagine today so Ronnie said I began thinking about the phrases small jobs and few rewards and here's today's podcast picture what exactly do they mean isn't the way a job feels really in the eyes of the beholder and just what does make job work for you? If you enjoy what you do, you never work a day in your life. The podcast picture, by the way, is of a nice view from Pleasanton. Uh, the sun was setting. You see it at mikesdailypodcast.com. A couple of Pleasanton pictures recently. Mikesdailypodcast.com. Go to it. I just paid for another year, so yeah. Use it while it's there, everybody. The whole idea of small jobs is so judgmental. That's right, Basil the Boxer. Whose job was to uh, sniff and bark at things that were threatening to me. Like a good dog. Thank you, Basil. The late great Basil the Boxer. Uh, Small things can grow if we tend to them. Small jobs have big rewards. Instead of being on the ground floor of a well-intentioned organization, Ronnie said, I took a small job helping nonprofit start a transitional residence for homeless women. I was excited by the chance to be so much closer to the daily activities and to the people who we were trying to help. Something I felt cut off from in the the bigger organization's ivory tower. 
At my farewell party, the CEO asked me why I was leaving this team for what he called small potatoes. I tried to explain, but had no good answer for him, mainly because he couldn't understand. And of course, bigger can sometimes be better, but not always, and not for everyone. How is a job like a potato? Potatoes of any size are hard to judge until you prepare and bite into them. Same for jobs. It's tough to know for sure whether a job is right for you or it will make you happy. Sometimes the dazzling package being dangled before you is far from dazzling on a day-to-day basis. And sometimes, while the work itself may be something you enjoy, the people drive you crazy. Or upper management micromanages everything to death. Maybe you aren't being recognized for all your hard work or you get way too much of that hard work or something else. Then again, Ronnie says, I happen to know that a few people reading and and listening to this might actually like their jobs. It's true. But the funny thing is others in the same situation, some in the very same offices at the seemingly mythical job, likers are miserable. It's just not the job itself. So what does make a job good? Is it the job? Is it the person? Is it luck? Do people who like their jobs in general simply focus on different things than those who don't? Or are there some special tricks known only to job likers? The thing is, lots of people have answers that work for them, but only you know if a job is good for you. The rest is noise. The best path to finding good jobs. Ask questions like, do you like your job? If so, if not. If so, why? If not, why? Be specific. What qualities make a job good in your eyes? Get to know yourself, explore things you love, dare to take wrong turns, and learn from it all. The best formula isn't the entire answer, but it's a good place to start. Then this article went into 12 qualities you should look for in a job. And it said something like, oh, find a boss who respects you, coworkers who you truly like and have your back. Knowing that your work is appreciated Feeling that your job matters Chance to use your skills That you enjoy Opportunity to grow and learn as much as you want An environment that you feel good in Your creativity is welcome And put to good use You have opportunity to move ahead But no judgment if you're happy as is Understanding and support During tough personal times Acknowledgement and rewards For your contributions And for whatever reason You look forward to the next work day All those things are human-centered Putting human needs and satisfaction High on the company and management agenda The work still gets done But the employee feels good about the job And about themselves And it's a real win-win As we go outside a cafe anyway Where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast Somewhere in Podcastro Valley the last place on earth here's what I don't really enjoy and that is jobs that don't want to rock the boat because they don't want to change yet there is change staring them right in the face and they don't change but they they just keep going and they keep dealing with the same stuff over and over again the same bad employees the same bad situations that come up and they just do it every 
year, every month, every day, because it's safe. And that, that kind of job can be a living hell. Things to think about. This all from worktothewise.com. And it also asks, what do you look for in a job? One of the first steps in any job search is figuring out what you want and you need. And it basically comes down to that, is answering those questions. Maybe you still haven't found any job that feels right. If that's the case, take the time to really think about it so you don't repeat your mistakes. What would that ideal job look like and feel like? Really think through the aspects of your day and what you'd like it to be. Somebody has told me over and over again to read. And I have a copy of the book. But I still have never read it, read it, and I need to read it. What color is your parachute? One of these days I'll get to that book. <laughs> and maybe my life will be better. But thank you, Ronnie Ann, for your insights. Outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcaster Valley, the last place on earth. Did not watch the Grammys last night, but heard the Foo Fighters won, which is great. In memory of Taylor Hawkins, at any rate. That the newcomer Olivia... Rodrigo said it did really well and that there was uh oh Bruno Mars silk thing did Olivia Rodrigo what was his uh Bruno Mars silk uh silk sonic that's right yeah with Anderson Paik did well so congratulations to them my favorite Grammy moment and this is going to upset some of you younger people that I know hate you too. No, th- th- I don't hate you too. I, I hate, and you don't hate you too, hopefully. But I mean, yes, regardless of what you think of you two now, at one point they were a great band. And they had, it, you may dislike you two now, but there is at least one song that you like by them. They put out so many albums, their styles have changed. Over the years And But they at least had one song That you like somewhere I'm sure But they came They made a comeback After some years They were heading down the wrong road And they came back with an album called All That You Can't Leave Behind And that album won a bunch of awards And when they came out to win the award I'll never forget Jenna Elfman I remember Hugged Bono And she is so tall and statuesque And Bono hugged her and I don't know. There was that was a great night, and it was an awful night though for I think either Moby or Foo Fighters or somebody lost to the Baja Men, and who let the dogs out that year. For some reason, that Grammy year really sticks in my head. But anyway, cafe anyway, somewhere outside of Podcast Valley. Look who is here right now. Hello, Michael and I love to listen. To the wonderful person called you too. You love the wonderful person called you too? Yes. You mean you love Bono? Yes. Do you love Adam Clayton? No. What? You don't like the bass player? Oh well. How about Larry Mullins? Yes. And the Edge? Yes. You kind of look like him. Oh. A little tiny, teeny weeny bit. Especially when I'm wearing a hat. You can see that at mikesdailypodcast.com with my little. Snow cap on Skull cap Whatever they call it Look who else is here Hello Dave Mike This is Valentino The parking attendant 
And it's Bites and Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, we would really like to tell you to de-stress right now. De- yeah, de-stress. Do you know that? I will try, guys. Thank you. And being outside a cafe anyway helps me de-stress. Also watching, there's a bunch of videos on YouTube of people just walking through certain cities and towns. I was watching one the other day of someone walking through uh, Portland, but parts of Portland that are really nice. Well, I mean, most of Portland seems to be nice, but it's really calming and de-stressing and I enjoyed it. And also watching, I have to admit, I'm addicted to Carpetbagger. Even though whenever he does a live chat and I comment and I say something to him, he never responds to it. Oh wait, he did once. Once, one time. He actually said my name, but that other than that, no. That calms me too, watching him travel. Cause you know what? I'm a traveler, I'm, a, I'm just a drifter. I just gotta keep moving on. <laughs> no, I don't. I gotta keep uh, doing podcasts though. Cause it's Mike's Daily Podcast And thank you for listening to it Even though you don't exist You listener I know you don't exist Oh I see some plays Some people have played the podcast I see that in the stats I see some people have downloaded the podcast I see some plays on YouTube Oh this podcast has been played a couple of times But you know what it's not true You're not there You're not real You don't exist listener don't, don't make me think you're real. Don't you dare. Don't you dare call 1-800. <laughs> it's not an 800 number. 1-336-MM-DAILY. That's 3 plus 3 equals 6. MM is in Mike Matthews. Daily is in what this podcast is. Don't you dare call that number or contact me via other ways like A-Frame is talking about now. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.